Now beginning transmission 110. Deadpool Max. Nutjob. File under. Mary Marvel Movie Month of May. This week's episode of the Funny Books and Firewater Podcast. Tenders all while trying to not sound like complete morons in the process. You can find these idiots on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr. You know no, you read too many comic books. <laughs> we now join Brian. I'm too sober for this shit. No one was looking. I was so. thinking of you. All by myself. All by myself. I don't know that song. How do you the fuck not know that song? What song is that? It's from, it's the secret track from Green Day's yeah. Dookie. The, 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 no one's looking. I was thinking oh, of you. that's right. I was all by myself. You know, I don't think, I, I didn't really get into Green Day until a little bit later. So that, like, I... I never got into Green Day and I knew about that one. I like, the weird thing is that <laughs> I got into Green Day for the album that nobody liked, which was the Warning album. That was the album I really dug. And that's, like, the, the one that Green Day fans don't like. So. So I haven't, I haven't watched it yet, but apparently, uh... Uh, Batman Ninja came out on digital and oh, I bought it. Yeah. Uh, I just haven't watched it, but apparently it's like the best one they've ever done for all the DC animated ones. Uh, and it was cool because they actually got anime artists from Japan to do all the artwork for the. Oh, that's right. A friend of mine was telling me about that, told me that it was really I wonder cool. If, like production IG was involved. They do a lot of cool shit. Are they the guys who did Cowboy Bebop? Um, that was Sunrise. No, IG okay. um, originated like uh, Blood, The Last Vampire. Okay. <laughs> they did Tarantino's. Kill Bill bit. Oh, okay. What was the what was the name of that anime we used to watch? That like was it Soul Taker that had the really cheesy theme song, but it was actually a really cool anime. The Soul Eater? No, there was That's a Soul Taker that. Oh. Was. I don't like Soul Eater. Soul Eater's lame. Soul Taker had a terrible opening song, but it was yeah, it was pretty it was good. Co- it was really cool, but like like because that was that was the one that was like it almost kind of always reminded me of like um like the Hellboy kind of art, you know what I mean? Like it was it very really, graphical. Yeah, that's Soul Taker. Yeah. I also kind yeah. of dug um I liked Vampire Hunter D Helsing. Oh, Helsing. Oh, ben Hels- yeah, well, right. Helsing was awesome. good. I did like Vampire Hunter D Bloodlust. It was gorgeous. Helsing like, is rad as shit. I like Helsing. Yeah. I even dug up Black Lagoon. I thought that was some I've good fun. Black Lagoon's not one I've ever seen, actually. Black Lagoon. It has a lot of um, take Cowboy Bebop mm-hmm. and uh, make it a pair of chicks with the dirty mouth on her. Okay. Then that's pretty much what it is, but it's a lot of fun. That sounds cool. Dirty little girl. Dirty little I'm, girls. Now check that out. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of dirty, welcome to episode 110. That's uh, what this, this one is. That's what this one is. <laughs> should I just apologize now? I should just apologize. No, now. no, keep going. We'll continue to uh, spooge all over this thing. <clears throat> hey, we, we've all now recommended books that you know we were 
Not quite fond of. Happens. I'm feeling really guilty. I really am because, no, like, uh, let's let's talk about what it is. Well, yeah. What what book are we doing? So so these poor bastards. Is this like Voldemort, the book that shall not be named? <laughs> no, we'll call it. Uh-huh. This is a Deadpool Max nut job, and uh, it's the first volume of the Deadpool Max. This was my whole logic behind this: is I felt like it was a book that by itself could be read without you know reading other stuff in the series. Maya had a different book that he likes, the Deadpool that we're probably going to argue over here in a little bit. And but this had a similar vibe to my favorite run. It's not my favorite run. It's not my favorite author. Author, and rereading it now, it doesn't hold up. I think the second volume is probably actually better, but it's a two book volume thing, and we didn't want to do that. And they definitely, if they did, if, if if it's like this, they definitely would have hated me if I made them read two books instead of one, uh, for sure. So I'm apologizing right now. So. We may not be recommending you actually read this book, so you may just want to listen to us lambast it. That's pretty much what's probably going to happen. <laughs> to be fair, as a forewarning, when we hate books, there's some of the funnier episodes. So it's still going to be enjoyable. Stick with it, dear listeners. Yes. So, like, I'm just warning you now, you may not want to read the book, but the episode's probably going to be pretty funny. Uh, that's kind of just how this tends to work or, out. Or if you read the book, don't blame us. Yeah, or take this. You've been warned. Yeah, or you may you have been warned. But uh, yeah, so Maya bought it, so you don't have to. Uh, I can return it. <laughs> got it from the I checked it out from the library. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I'm apologizing up front. So hey, I'm Brian. I'm a sound designer based in Southern California. Uh, I'm sound designing a bunch of stuff at Utah at the old Lyric Rep. I'm uh, doing a bunch of stuff other places I can't talk about. Um, and yeah. I actually had a meeting with the director of that video game that is perpetually in uh, in, in, in development. In development. <laughs> so, how is it? movement there? Is it like watching grass grow? Uh, like from what I heard today, that they want to try to do a uh, like start testing, adjusting this uh, this summer with a hopefully early release. Uh, you know, for a little influx of cash. Um, you know, uh, earlier this year and then, you know, do a full release later this year, I guess like somehow during the summer. That sounds like some Duke Nukem 3000 bullshit. Yeah. Um, well, the other thing is, is that if they get, they're, they're going to start shopping around to a publisher and if they get a publisher, then the publisher will pay for the influx of cash. And then, so then that way they won't do like a pre-release. They'll just do the full release. And so okay. it'll be, that's sort of the game plan. So the pre-release is just a way of trying to get a little more money to finish off the game. Uh, that may or may not happen. That's what's going on right now with it. Uh, but I just be curious as the time's going on. Is that engine, whatever they're using for the graphics, starting to? Uh... Oh no, it's already updated and they've already broken everything a couple times. So we've updated a couple oh. times. So we're using an right. Unreal system, um, which is pretty standard. But the cool thing yeah. about Unreal is that you can you can download and play with it right now if you wanted to. Um, hmm. If you had a computer to handle it, it's. Uh, but the, the problem is, yeah, they, they actually, I was talking to them, they just updated the most recent version and it broke a bunch of stuff in their show, in their game. So, um, All right. but anyway, that's enough about me. And the first time I've ever introduced myself first, which is feeling really strange, but, uh, <laughs> man who never comes first, we have Mr. Adam. <laughs> There's a long discussion I can go into about that, but I will not. Did I just get um, silence out of Adam? I was, I was kind of happy about that. You did. That was did. great. That, that, that rarely happens. I speechless Adam. Hooray! Woo! No, there was a lot going through my mind. I just decided not to get that personal. This, no, this isn't Cinema Queens. Uh, hey, what's up, everyone? Um, Adam, I'm the reviews editor and film critic for Big Shiny Robot. Also, getting back together with Andy on the Board as Hell podcast. Hi, Hi Andy! Uh, of course, here on the Funny Books and Firewater podcast, and then uh, over on Cinema Queens with our good friend Chris. Hi, hey, Chris. Chris. Hi, Chris. Hi, Chris. Uh, and then also curating our Grinder Scruff and Tights with a Z account. 
Awesome. Um, our star uh, poster child for tights, uh, it is Mr. Maya. Hey. Hi, it's Mr. Maya. Still have a headache. It's lasted a whole week at this point. Uh, Hot damn. Surely we're not recording two episodes on the same day. That would never happen. <laughs> Surely. If, you, uh, if you're in Salt Lake City, come see me at Dr. Volts Comics, 2043 East, 3300 South. We're open seven days a week, and we're awesome. Free comic book day was a success because that was in the past, and I can see the future. Catch me on Twitter at Mr. Maya or Instagram at the Mr. Maya. Uh, that actually reminds me, Mr. Maya. I'm planning on when I'm in Utah. I think my nieces and nephews are going to be out there as well. I'm going to bring them into the uh, Doctor Bolts one day when you're working to uh, awesome. help, help them pick I'm out gonna, some books. Awesome! I'm going to gatekeep the shit out of them. <laughs> you bastard! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> The funny thing, I took my mom to New York Comic Con, and all she did was buy comic books to send back to her grandkids. It was great. So uh, my nieces and nephews are being uh, inundated with comic books from uh, their grandmother, who with, with books are being picked up by their uncle. So it's I'm, I'm feeling pretty. Your mom about. is the OG geek. She totally is. She totally yes. is. Yeah, it's a great thing. Yeah, it's a it's a compliment, mom. Yeah. Well, she didn't listen to the show. Thank God. Um, I know she listened to our other show. Good. Which she should have listened to this one. Yeah. Speaking of our other show, uh, the other show that Todd. I do, uh, but well, it's Todd. That was a terrible introduction. Hey, speaking of our yeah. other show, Todd. <laughs> hey. <laughs> what am I doing? I, I'm off. <laughs> Say hey, Todd. So hey, this is Todd. Um, you find me here on Funny Books and Firewater. I also do English class hooligans with Brian and my better half, Amy. Hi, better half. Hey, better half. Hi, Amy. So that's going on there, and um, I hang around. I show up on Dr. Volts on occasion. I am just in Salt Lake. If you see me, say hi, and I will do a very good job of looking you blankly in the face going, what? Also, I do want to bring up, while we're still introducing people, we had a guest on two weeks ago now? Uh, it might have been last month's episode, but yeah. Last month. It would have been two weeks ago at this point. Yeah, yeah two weeks ago. Andrew, thank you. That was a lot of fun, and I really appreciate that. Oh, so, sorry. This show, I thought you were talking about the hooligans. Yes. Oh, I know. Yeah, sorry. This show, yeah, but no, Andrew yeah. on Funny Books, and I had a really good time yeah, with that, and it was great. So thank you. We did, we did make him blush a couple times. Okay. We did. It was a good time. So, it was cute. I was talking to Jess about that episode. She's like, "How did the episode go?" I'm like, we have this comic book expert on the show, and Adam sitting in the corner making dick jokes. <laughs> That's right. And then I do the dildo line. Anything's a dildo if you're brave enough. <laughs> Is that a challenge? It is. Challenge accepted. <laughs> Sometimes it's a good thing I don't live in the same state as y'all. Um, <laughs> it would just be dangerous. Cool. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, anyway, but I will be in the same state next month. So yes. It's going to be chaos. It's going to be Ugh. messy. But cool. So, um, yeah, so diving back into this. So uh, Wait, wait. Did you just say it's going to be chaos and messy? Yeah. You just described this book. I did. And you also, you also described what's going to happen later tonight when Clark gets here. Hi, Clark. Hi, Clark. <laughs> anyway, so oh my. Maya, the Max. Do they still publish the Max Clark line? Gets here. All right. Hmm? I was asking Maya if they still publish the Max line. Very rarely. Okay. So, but has it always been kind of a rare thing? Because it felt like for a little while they were yeah. trying to do a few more of them. But yeah, I mean, for a while they did like a Wolverine Max. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Most of everything but Punisher, I don't think, really lasted more than twelve issues. Uh-huh. Uh huh. They just did a Max book called uh, Punisher: The Platoon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Garth, and, Garth and is coming back to Punisher, and it was like Vietnam era Frank Castle. Okay. Uh, Garth Ennis just loves his war stories. Yeah. He He's really into those recently, yeah. But yeah, no, the Max books. Uh, the only real Max book that I've read regularly was the 
second Punisher Max book uh, that Jason Aaron did. Mm-hmm. If you've listened to Geek Show, uh, he read part of it. It was Uncle Carrie's Rapey Time Stories. Rapey Fun Time Stories. Rapey Fun Time Stories. But... Yeah, the Max books typically aren't my thing. Yeah, and if uh, so, what is the point of them for those who don't? Uh, know? It's, it's the their ma- it's their mature line. Yeah, okay. Um, it, it's lets them use swears and have sex and maybe a little bit more violent, uh, or or maybe a little bit more realistic violence as opposed to comic violence. All right. Uh, when it started, um, when it was just called Alias, uh, mm-hmm. when Brian Bittis introduced Jessica Jones, that was a Max book. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was. Uh, but I haven't read that, so I can't. Oh, we read say it on the show. I've actually read all of the yeah. original trades. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So anyway, so this book was uh, the Deadpool, uh, you know, sort of the toe into the water of the Max series. It's not toe in the water. It's a full, full on half of the Max series. Yeah. Well, no, it, it's about a third of it. But yeah. So this is about as long as it ran. From my understanding, and maybe I misunderstood this. My understanding was they did the first four or the first what five issues that are in this book, six issues, whatever it is. Yeah, it ran for 12 issues total. There are six in this book. This is half of the series. Really? Because then I have... I thought they did this six, and then they did, like, the second one, and then there... Because I have two other... Uh, uh, I could be wrong. I thought, it, I thought it was just 12. Let me look. I thought this was, like, a first run by itself, and then I thought they did the 12 run was the second one. Oh, they, they did a Deadpool Max 2. Yeah. So... As, that, that's a, Yeah, that's a separate second series. Maybe that separate one was series. actually good. <laughs> I, it might have been actually. Is that is that is that the one that you read originally? Because uh, I, I have them both, and I might have more <laughs> memories for the second series than these. But like part, like I said before, my my logic was I thought it was something that kind of could stand on its own um, without having stuff like tied in, and I I, I remember it being better than it is. Oh. Any of the volume ones, anything that says volume one is good. So, like Daniel Way's volume one, you don't need to know anything. Jerry Duggan, Dead Presidents, you don't need to know anything previous. Okay, so here's uh, the, well, we'll get into this in a minute, but like, (laughs) I'm fine with Jerry Duggan. I hate the stuff with Brian Pochain. I hate it. That's all the same. That's the same book. Well, no, Duggan is writing (laughs) it now by himself. Pochain wrote with him for a while, and Mm -hmm. then Duggan's been writing it just by himself. I've been fine with him by himself. It was both all the books with Pochain on it. I fucking hated that run. Like, and I read all of it because I, that's the only character I consistently read is Deadpool. And I read all of it and it really annoyed me, but that's a totally different issue. My personal, for my personal view, and this is, we'll go into my, uh, I guess, recommendations at the end. If you're going to read Deadpool, the way run is my favorite. If, like by far my favorite. I think that's the most fun. I think it has, the closest, if you if you also are interested in Deadpool because of the movies, the way run is closer to what you were looking for. That's kind of the vibe, the the cartoony, self aware kind of thing. The thing, I, the, the issue I have with the Pochain stuff is that it starts trying to go really weird places just for the sake of a lame joke. Whereas I felt like the meandering sort of slapsticky randomness that happens to work out in the end, kind of almost like a Looney Tunes kind of thing. Way was much better doing that, and I felt like they lost that with the Pochain stuff. And see, I feel the exact same way, but about the opposite books. Really? That's how I felt about, like, the first three Way trades, and I know we're not talking about that book, but the first three Way trades, I really like, up through the, whatever the one where he tries to join the X-Men, I can't remember the name of that story. Okay. Uh, I think it's called X Baby. What the trade after is that? The thing I really don't like about Deadpool that they kind of dropped off after the Wade stuff is uh-huh. the multiple voices in his head. Uh huh. That's something that I, yeah, it's uh, something I didn't care for. <laughs> See, and I actually really like that because I like the weird arguments between the different logics in his own brain. 
which I thought was really interesting. Because the other thing I, I found out semi-recently, and I'd been reading it for a while, and I just barely recently, because like, I've been reading Deadpool for like 10 years, and I finally just realized that in the Wage run, one of the voices in his head is when Slapstick got absorbed into his head. Yep. So it's actually the character of Slapstick is one of the voices. I didn't realize that at the time. Yeah, they that was in the Duggan and Bussain stuff that they revealed that, right? I think so. I think so, or am I, I... I more realized it when I was reading the, uh, the Deadpool Inc. stuff when they had... Um, uh, slapstick is a separate character and they mentioned it somewhere yeah, in there yeah. that he had been in Deadpool's head or something like that. So, uh, let's, let's talk about the worst, let's talk about the one that we're supposed to, the one that <laughs> we, we all suffered through, the one we all suffered through, but let's, to help ease the suffering, let's start out with the drinking game. And now for sports. Listen up sports fans, prepare yourself and your liver for this week's drinking game. Remember it's only a game and a dumb one at that. So don't take it too seriously. And above all else, please drink responsibly. My drinking game rule is called What About Bob? <laughs> which is every time Bob gets hurt, take a drink, which is going to be a lot. Mr. Maya, what is your drinking game rule? Uh, mine, I'm going to quote our good friend Eric Cartman and say, fuck, fuckity, fuck, fuck, fuck. Anytime okay. someone says fuck or a version of fuck, like fucking or fucker, take a drink. Mr. Todd. Spooge on the page. <laughs> So anytime you're going through the artwork and it looks like, you know, it looks like someone just had spooged on the page and the colorist was going, hey, color this shit in. You need to take a drink. Okay. And Mr. Adam. Uh, Mine's a little bit similar to mine. It's called, aren't you fucking edgy? Anytime there's something in the book that you can tell they threw in just because they could get away with it in a max title, but wasn't wasn't necessary, it was just gratuitous, uh, take a drink. Because fuck this book. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm sorry, Adam. I'm really sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Well, we may not need to do this, but we're going to do it anyway. We're going to go into votes. No, 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 no. 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 There's your vote. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Wait, 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 wait. Someone else has an opinion. (laughs) Such foul language. Oh, my gosh. Fuck. I can't believe you're saying all this. That's horrible. I didn't. Oh. I didn't teach him that. <laughs> yeah, he learned. He learned. He learned his language from Thor. Or from Groot. <laughs> you speak Groot? Yes, it was an elective. <laughs> uh, anyway, okay. Well, this is the time where normally we take a break. <laughs> And we say you can go read the book if you want, but we're going to say oh. we're going to take a little break because that's. Should we just not take a break at all? Should we just plow through? Should, just, should this be the first episode? Let we'll them take the break. For, for anyone that may want to read it. Okay. And if you, well, question, and if you do, you're wrong. Uh, and I looked it up. There wasn't a Deadpool Max 2. It looks like it was just the one. That's so weird because I'll have to. We'll have to get to the bottom of it because it's weird the way it's laid out because it's like this first one has like it's sort of like its own individual rambling thing. And then it jumps into uh, like the other. The other one actually has sort of a storyline that goes through the two books. So that's why I'm kind of curious as to what's going on with it. But eventually, we shall figure it all out. Uh, but so we're going to take a little bit of a break. You can read it if you want. Um, <laughs> I don't know why. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be flailing myself this entire episode. So anyway, that's how it goes. Flagellation. Uh, yes. Flagellation makes things happen. Um, yeah. Anyway, so uh, so you you can pause it if you want. You can plow on through. You can listen to us rant and rave about how much we hate it. I'm sure Adam will be very entertaining. Gonna make Brian um, I will pick be very up more rosary beads and penance. Uh, yeah, rosary sure. anal beads. 
That's right. <clears throat> Remember, I'm gonna be like that. I'm gonna be like some weird, crazy priest in a Dan Brown book that's just like beating myself up while I'm staring. <laughs> now remember, kids, daughter. when you remove the anal beads, you don't pull them out like you're starting a lawnmower. <laughs> uh, I, read, I read a letter in Maxim magazine that was like that once. You like, read a letter in when, Maxim magazine when I he, the, the kid the kid the guy was like me and my girlfriend decided to try anal beads, but no one specified how fast to remove them. All I'll say is there was a lot of noise and a big mess. <laughs> You know what? That's probably more enjoyable than reading this book. Uh, a very typical comment for this book, guys. Yeah. And and I was wrong again. I did a little further research, be actually looking on our retailer site, and there was a Deadpool Max two, but that was only six issues. So if you have three trades, that's why. I fucking don't know what's going on. Okay, that's right. Are you okay, honey? Once again, the book. I'm, my head's spinning. Like I'm like I have these books. I know they exist. I don't know which order they're supposed to be. It's probably one of those like Bernstein Bernstein Bears things. Uh, the it's next, all episodic. The last half of this of the first Max series is involuntary armageddon and then deadpool max 2 which is by itself is called second cut that's what it is okay so volume two that i have is part of this guy and then there's the third book i have is, is actual number two okay that adds up okay. so the third is the second but not the first so no to be honest with you the first is i the think first that's the third they're both volume ones right so the third one is a volume one but it is the second <laughs> of the series <laughs> Strike that reverse. <laughs> One, two, five, three. So three. Marvel, you need to fucking figure things out. Yeah, they do. Their shit's a mess. Right um, I will say, I have fonder memories of Involuntary Armageddon, which is actually book two. But no one on this no, panel is going to no, read it. I think we can get Adam to read War Drums again first. I might actually skip the movie now. <laughs> It can't have been that bad. No, I'm kidding. I'm not going to see the movie because the movie actually was good. The first one was. Okay. Anyway, we're going to take a break. We'll see you in a minute. <laughs> That's right. Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. If you have yet to read this week's book and would like to read it now, press pause. Go ahead. We'll wait. No, the ranting episodes are always the most fun. I, I, I just I feel bad for causing it, but I, they are the most. Well, fun. no, it's funny because I was uh, I was being a Betty and Chris called and we were driving back and he's like, "Oh, how was recording?" Because he he called me about something in the middle of recording, and I yeah. told him, you know, Lando was great because it was it was fun, but like there wasn't much to talk about because it it's a really basic book. He's like, oh, but this bitch coming up. Oh, we're gonna have fun with that. <laughs> he's like, he's like, oh, really? I told him. He's like, oh, he's like. Is that fun? Like, oh, there's nothing better than hating and just everyone group hating on like a really bad comic or movie. What's yeah. really bad is when three of you hate a book and one likes it. <laughs> yeah, like I told him, I, I told him like the worst one we ever read was Bobo, and he's like, "What oh. is that?" It's like I, I told him the synopsis, and then he googled it, and he's like. Oh, this can't be real! I'm like, <laughs> but Carrie yeah. and Shannon love Bobo. But that's what I was saying was apparently the anime. Is but do they like the anime though? The thing is, I think most people who like Bobo like the anime. The the manga doesn't make any fucking sense because they didn't publish it in America until epi- uh, issue like sixty. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Yeah, that's the start of Bobo. So like, basically, I said to enjoy Bobo the manga, you have to have an extra chromosome, or you have to be stoned out of your fucking gourd. Fucking book. Are we back from break now? Back back. Yeah, let's call that. Did you guys read the book? Uh, yes, I did. Oh, no. oh, oh did the people? The, the if you did, we're disappointed in you. You like, shouldn't have. I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. Don't you know better now? Yeah, I. Okay. Mea culpa. Do you even want to culpa? I'm sorry. <laughs> um, it makes me think yeah. of a really dirty Catholic priest joke. Yeah, aren't they all really dirty? Are the clean Catholic priest jokes? Yeah. Is this a joke that Baron Zima would approve of? 
Uh, probably. It involves molesting children. <laughs> well, no, no, because you mentioned Catholic priest joke. Baron, Baron Zemo in this book. Is he Catholic? No. Oh, no, no, I, I know what you know. <laughs> I was like, what does that have to do with the Catholic Church? <laughs> Aaron, here, Adam already expunged it from his memory. <sighs> okay. Okay, well, let's just jump in. Let's not even summarize it. All right, let's just jump let's... into grades, guys. what are your thoughts okay so obviously people listen to this podcast or know me in person know i have a very blue sense of humor uh i don't censor myself uh and i say some of the most fucked up and horrible things in the world however they're actually funny for most of the time and they're they mainly have a point the problem my biggest problem with this book is uh like i said with my drinking game was they're doing shit just because they can like uh, it's called the Mark Miller effect. So I have the same problem with movies too. Like if, I, if you have an already movie mm-hmm. that's got uh, that's you know raunchy, full of sex, and got all the swearsies, if it's well done, that's fine. But if you're like, oh, we can say fuck as many times as we want just because we're an already movie, then it's not funny anymore. And all that all this book was mm-hmm. is like, oh, let's open up and make, oh, ha ha, look at this. This guy's getting raped. He's not really gay, and he's getting beaten up the whole time. That's not funny or interesting. It's not, it wasn't even done well. Oh, let's have yeah. sex jokes. Let's do, let's do titties. Let's have Deadpool say titties. Let's, let's cut someone's head off or do all the stupid shit. That, again, if it was integral to the plot, of which there was, like, none, it was, like, every, every single one, there was, like, you know, there's some tie-ins at the, towards the end, but it was, like, every single issue was, like, oh, we're just doing something different and we're telling a different story. There was no, I don't know, it's just, it pissed me off there because... Was... Sorry, go ahead. No, are you saying? I was just saying that there was no cohesive story, yeah. like... Now, I don't mind if you have standalone yeah. comic issues. That's happened before, too. Mm-hmm. But even those, there'll be some kind of story arc that's weaving through there, even if it's just touched on briefly, that you know it's there. And, and it may all come together in Volume 2. I don't. I won't know, because I won't read it. Because we have the whole Hydra Bob talking to Hydra or whoever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whoever yeah. he's reporting to. But if I was reading this in issues, I would have dropped it off by issue 2 or 3. Yeah, I mean, I'll always give something two or three issues to see how it is. Because sometimes it can take two or three for like the writers to get their groove or get the story going. But none of that had that. So it was just dirty for the sake of being dirty. It didn't have any reason to really be there. Uh, and as I was talking with Maya, you know, he reminded me that you know this Deadpool, generally speaking, isn't this type of... He's not like the Deadpool from the movie. It's, it's He's much more... PG, PG thirteen ish. Yeah, we, we were talking about you know before like before the Deadpool movie came, came out, and everyone's like, oh, Deadpool needs to be vulgar and blah 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 and this and that, and, and that's how the movie turned out. And I do like the movie, mm-hmm. but that's not how Deadpool is in the comics. Yeah. It, it brings up a, a while ago, I think on Geek Show, there was a discussion about uh, how Wolverine or like or how they were talking about how a Wolverine movie needs to be extra violent and this and that and Wolverine, yeah, he's violent but he's not like chopping people's heads off left and right. And he usually wounds mm-hmm. uh, except for like the ninja stories. He usually isn't killer. Uh, it just kind of reminded me of that that, that maybe people's head cannons of characters aren't what they think it is. Another example of that I found a, in a paper that was written last year about Captain Kirk in Star Trek. Mm-hmm. And it was called Kirk Drift, where everyone has this memory that Captain Kirk is this womanizing, uh, you know, guy that fucks all the alien. He, yeah. Go go watch original series. That's not Kirk. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I, I think that this, to me, this book seemed like it's what people's headcanon of Deadpool was. And I... Yeah, because the the only Deadpool I never really read much Deadpool. The only thing I read because I did have the graphic novel of uh, Dead Presidents, 
uh, not the first one I read. And that one, mm-hmm. it, I would say it's probably on a. If I were to rate it, it would be like a hard PG thirteen, maybe a light R, because I was just kind of flipping through some pages online with it, because there was some violence and everything else, but it was super funny and it really got across Deadpool's like sense, sense of humor and like how he's the way that, you know, what makes him an endearing character. And this one, I just didn't give a shit. I was like, mm-hmm. I don't find this interesting. It's not funny. Mm-hmm. It's, there's just no redeeming values here. And it's rare that I get done reading the book, even with like war drums, which I didn't, obviously I didn't like that, but at all, right. I saw where they were going. You know, we, when we got to the actual um, war games, there was a point. There was a point, and you understood why they did it. There's no point here. And as Maya said, maybe it does pay off in the second graphic novel, but I'm never going to fucking read it because this is a goddamn piece of shit. And the people who are involved with this should be punched in the genitals. Well, being forced to read Bubba Blue. <laughs> I wish I had defense for this, but I don't. Um, I really don't. I, I think that in my memory, I think that maybe the second one or the third one is better. Um, I think also I might have read this early. Like, you know how sometimes you read something early on when you mm-hmm. start reading comics and you you don't necessarily... Like, I feel like my taste has become more... Um, discerning? Discerning. That was the word I was trying to think of. Thank you. Uh, discerning. Uh, the, more I've been, I, I the word that kept coming to my mind was demeaning, but I think that's kind of appropriate, but not. Um, so... Uh, but like I think because of all the stuff we've read here and the variety of things we've started reading, I, I think I've also read a greater variety because of this show. I've become more discerning, and I think there's certain things where it's like it's sort of like actually no, there, there's a perfect example. There was a TV show, like a movie or something like that, that I watched as a kid that I had fond fond memory of, which I thought was really great at the time, which was called I don't know if anybody remember this Mother Goose Rock and Rhyme. Does anybody remember this at all? It's just me. No. What was it called again? Mother Goose Rock and Rhyme. I had like a bunch of stuff. Remember that? Yeah, I remember that. So I was, you know, flipping through IMDb and it had like uh, Harry Anderson because he recently passed. And I I remember like, oh, yeah, he was in that. So then so I found it on YouTube. So I was trying to watch it last night. Uh, It was nearly like it's not necessarily nearly unwatchable. Like there were some parts of it. I'm like, this is the music of it's actually better than I would would expect it to be. It actually has some cool stuff in it musically, but like the lead actor is fucking awful, like just really, really bad. And I found out his claim to fame was is that he was the lead singer of a band that Madonna, before she was famous, was the drummer in. Who knew? Uh, what? Yeah, <laughs> he dated her for a little while too. Uh, the guy who plays he plays Gordon Goose. He only has like two or three acting credits, but he was uh, the band was called like Breakfast Club, I think, or something like that. And he was uh, like, yeah, it was it was really bizarre. Uh, but like he ended up dating Shelly Duvall after they made Mother Goose Rock and Rhyme for a little while. Yeah, just it's one of those things where it's like I thought this was better and it doesn't really hold up at all. And I'm you know kind of was hoping it would be better, but it just it's just not there, man. It's just not. No, no, it's so, not. Shame no. on you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, no, I like, there, there's the... certain things in it that might have been easier to read. Uh, this came out in like 2010, 2011, by the way. But like, I had a real rough time reading that Baron Zemo issue, especially with like all the shit that's going on now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, in the end, that's that's the whole point. Look, you can have Baron Zemo in here being like a, a basically a, a crazy racist Nazi mm-hmm. and everything, but you don't need it to go to the levels they needed to. to prove that he's like you know he's like he didn't see all the severed heads of the jews or like the lampshade that was made from the skin of a person like auschwitz yeah that that was like it's it's something that guy one of my favorite authors is chuck palinuk and Mm -hmm. he has this this tendency and i haven't read some of his newer stuff so maybe he's kind of stopped doing it where he would say talk about something that's really gross or disgusting and then spend the next three pages going to in-depth details stephen king does it with like in his old books like when he's talking about sex Mm-hmm. He would like spend three pages talking about how the guy's balls were bouncing against her pussy. Well, and I, was like, I don't need to see that. <laughs> you know, if I want to watch porn, I'll just go on Tumblr and look something there. What book was that? 
Uh, it was, <laughs> uh, it was no, the Teddy. Going, I need to write this down. Uh, and actually, it was it was a good book too. Uh, was oh, like, was that about the orgy scene in it? Yeah. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, like that, yeah. I didn't see that. That's one of the weirdest plot points ever, by the way. <laughs> yeah. So it, that's what they did with this book, and it just any kind of redeeming quality it could have possibly had was just completely detracted from that. And yeah, the, the Baron Zemo issue was just fucking horrible. It's like I don't need to see be reminded that this guy's a horrible person when I have literal neo Nazis in the street marching him down, calling for genocide. So yeah, as, as an example of something handled a bit better, in like Django Unchained. Is you have the whole KKK come out and whatnot, and there's funny little bits in there, but there's still horrible people with slave owners and that whole bit. But I think Tarantino had a much more deft, restrained hand than what this happened. Sounds here. weird to say that Tarantino was yeah, restrained. Tarantino and restrained yeah. are only two words that do not go in the same sentence. Right, um, but it really was here. I'm really curious on like the editorial like staff here on this book was going and thinking and going, no, this is great shit. Do more like this. Maybe they were high. Maybe. I, I don't know. It's like, oh, it's Max, so we can have explicit content. My, and maybe that was the entirety of it. And be random, because it's Deadpool. I think my favorite interpretation of the KKK is Blazing Saddle. And for my next impersonation, Jesse Owens. <laughs> yeah. hey, I also like Oh Brother, Where Art That Was Well. Where are the white women at? Oh, yeah. boys! <laughs> There's just so much about Watch this. me, faggot. <laughs> oh, Everything seems... Oh, well, that shit's funny. That's good enough. Let's move on. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's it's really not good. The only thing I can say in defense is I think that there were basic <clears throat> ideas in here that may have been interesting, but that it needs so many were not executed well. That's yeah. like saying that Hitler, like, Hitler had nice paintings. <laughs> well, yeah, but like, I mean, like, and maybe, maybe if someone said that, we wouldn't have the other problems we ended up doing if someone supported his art career. I, I just like, I like how Eddie Izzard was talking about how I can't uh, quite get the I trees. can't quite get to, ah, fuck it, I can kill everyone. Because <laughs> he was a mass murdering fuckhead. Yeah. But like, I mean, the thing is, so like, you know, Deadpool beating up the KKK, okay, that sounds like a fun episode, but then they didn't execute it well. Um, right. Young Deadpool as a Cub Scout who a mercenary recruits her him and he gets merit badges for doing horrible things. Kind of a funny idea, but not actually. Oh, Cub Scout. <laughs> what did you think Sorry. I said? <laughs> Cum Scout. <No. laughs> that's the one that I Adam, Adam got it. That, that's the one I went Adam, to. Adam, do you get merit badges? Because if you do, I want to see your sash. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of crusty. I'm sure it is. It doesn't bend very well anymore. I bet you could market a gay merit badge, like like gay merit badges for different things. He became a spread eagle scout. A spread eagle scout. Well, and that uh, that merit badge and like in tying knots is really good for the BDSM scene. <laughs> there you go. Join the order of the dildo. <laughs> <laughs> The fraternal order of the dildo. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm subtitling this episode Spread Eagle Scout. <laughs> and that shit was better than what was in the book. Yes, that, that five minutes of their hour discussion just now literally was better than anything you possibly could have read in this fucking oh, book. I'm sorry. But, you know what? I don't even know if alcohol will make it better, but I'm going to try. Okay. Because um, I do have a great to go along with this. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's called a screw loose because that's what you have to be to read this, have to enjoy this book. <laughs> Uh, you take a highball glass, fill it with ice, you add in one ounce of vodka, one ounce of slow gin, one ounce of southern comfort, uh, and then top with freshly squeezed orange juice, you stir, and garnish with an orange wedge. I'm sorry, I heard slow gin, I remembered my joke from last episode. <laughs> <laughs> 
Anyway, my cocktail is called the Hail Hydra, which I was going to give it for the Hydra Bob, but whatever. It is two ounces of rye, uh, three quarters of an ounce of Campari, three quarters of an ounce of blood orange orange juice, uh, one half ounce of lemon juice, two teaspoons of pomegranate molasses, half teaspoon of rose water, uh, blood orange peel for garnish optional. Uh, combine all the ingredients into a shaker uh, with ice, shake the shit out of it, strain it into a chill coop glass or double rocks glass. Uh, you'll need something that holds at least four ounces um, and you garnish as desired. Uh, Mr. Todd, do you have a cocktail? So this one is like you start at the name, then you work yourself backwards and going, hey, that's a cool name. So let's came up with a drink for that name. Okay. And it goes with this Deadpool Max explicit content. Okay. <clears throat> and I've had this in the back pocket for a while, and I'm throwing it in with this, but the name of the drink is called the Vanilla Ice. Okay. So what you need is three double shot glasses, and you put a shot of um, Ice 101 and a shot of Smirnoff Vanilla Vodka, a one-to-one ratio, and then you proceed to hit that three times <laughs> okay. in a row. And that is the only way reading this will be any good because you're going to be too busy barfing because that shit is nasty. And you'll have a better time than reading this book. So you're doing three sets of two shots, right? So you're doing six shots? Yes. So you actually need two shot glasses. No, no, it's a double shot glass. So it's a shot. So in each shot glass is a, is a one shot worth of vanilla vodka with one shot worth of ice 101. Okay, so schnapps. three of them all combined. Okay. Right, three all combined. So it's vanilla along with the peppermint schnapps with the vanilla. Uh, it's like, oh, it's the vanilla ice. Nasty ass shit. I mean, it's only something a white guy with, you know, trimmed eyebrow something would go with. It's a terrible. When did you drink this? Oh, it was college. Oh. <laughs> Mr. Maya, do you have a cocktail for us? Yeah, so my cocktail isn't more, it's not even really a cocktail. It's a drink. Okay. Uh, it's more for you to, re- to drink after you read this book. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, just get yourself a liter of Everclear so you can wipe this fucking book from your memory. That's all. Okay. Just Everclear. Just Fuck this book. <laughs> Everclear. You know what I'm going to name that? I'm going to name that Everclear Take Me Away. <laughs> <laughs> like the old Calgon ad, which do they even still have Calgon ads? Do you know what that is? Calgon was a, like, it was a, it was the pre-bath bomb. And, like, it was one of those mm. things where, like, if you stayed at home sick uh, from school and your mom let you watch Price is Right, you would sometimes see ads for Calgon. It was some woman who had a stressful day, and she was in the bathtub, and the, the line was, Calgon, take me away. Would, would the doctor care for a brandy before retiring? <laughs> some warm milk, perhaps? <laughs> Over <Ovaltine. laughs> Thing. Good night, Fablu Herb. Yeah. <laughs> yep. We're on a Mel Brooks kick today. We are. That, that happens. Uh, I have a friend at work who believes that uh, you can you, you can can't go a day without quoting at least Star Wars and or Mel Brooks, which is pretty true. Well, that's actually the fun thing is when we go. Uh, it's been a long time since we've been down there, but when we visit Eddie's dad in Texas, like ninety percent of our conversation is quoting like Mel Brooks movies or. Um, like classic comedies, like the movie Clue or uh, Murder I by Death. I love that movie. Yeah, yeah they're, re- they're remaking it, and I, I, I can't remember who's... Ryan Reynolds, right? Yeah, Ryan Reynolds is playing like the Tim Carey version. Speaking of Deadpool, Deadpool sure. yeah, we're good at our job. Um, I'll be interested to see if they're going to do the same way they did with the original one, because the original one had three endings. Right. And uh, gave it to different theaters. They gave it to different theaters, so it wasn't until it actually came out on VHS that they showed all three endings, because people didn't... I mean, obviously people went and saw it again. They could yeah. oh, it's a different ending. Um, so I'll be... in interested to see if they do that this time so that could be a lot you know with netflix 
I heard someone else talk about this, but the idea with Netflix, I wonder if there can be like a choose your own adventure show being put together and you can kind of make that decision. There was a movie and I can't remember who it was a really famous director. It wasn't, I don't think it was Martin Scorsese. It might've been David Fincher. Where basically, when it, every single time you went and saw it, it would be a different experience because mm-hmm. he had the thing set up to where he, he could edit and change things in the film real time based on like audience reactions. Uh-huh. Um, I, I'll, I'll take a look it up, but it was like I, I didn't think I'd get to go see it, but I heard it was a really kind of fun experience. Hmm. Um, so, so I, I had a statement that I made to both Todd and Adam earlier. Um, and now you make, have to subject me to it. I hated this book more than I hated Neonomic. Oh, really? Okay. That is a This is my term. least favorite book that I've read since I've been on the show. What's okay. been your least favorite book you've ever read? Probably okay. this one. This might be. This the... might be it. Oh, um, actually, just two days ago, it was announced, Fox announced they are basing uh, a, movie, a movie on Choose Your Own Adventure. And when you go in the movie, you, you would download an app on your phone. And at certain points in the movie, the audience will vote on what they want to have happen next. And or what, what direction you want the character to go, and it'll oh, change the Inside a theater, they're encouraging people to have their phones out. <laughs> I'm not oh, sure I can get. Behind did you this. see that bullshit happening here? So uh, for those not in Utah, I, I shared it. Yeah, Hamilton is mm-hmm. playing here, and it's like sold out every single night. I mean, tickets are going for like thousand bucks. And the guy who plays Hamilton tweeted out, he's like, "Hey, Salt Lake City, could you please not use your phones during like the performances? Because it's really rude. We, we can see on the Sunday matinee. People, a lot of people were checking the jazz, the Utah Jazz, jazz game. Yeah. If they were losing to the Rockets. And you know, my rule is you never read the comments. But I mean, people, I had friends share it, and be like these people are asinine because people on there saying like, "Well, maybe your play just is overhyped, not very good." And plus, it's the jazz game going on right now. And like, who the fuck cares? Leave your phone out. Check during intermission." That's right. Like, it's God. It's ugh, I hate people. Yeah, and I love gatherings. <laughs> <laughs> it's ironic, isn't it? Yes. Also, one of my favorite movies of all time. So I haven't watched that in a while. I'm, I'm hoping it holds up. I think we're actually going to do Chasing Amy for Cinema Queens. Well, if you do it, I want on that show. I'm a big Kevin Smith fan. No, we'll, we'll totally have you on there as long as you can hang with the hang with the cum dumpsters. I can hang with the cum dumpsters. You should do a double feature of Chasing Amy and Yoga Hosers. Oh, no, don't. I've do never it seen Yoga Hosers. <laughs> Yoga Hosers isn't as bad as Tusk, but it's not great. I'm excited because I'm, I'm exposing Chris to uh, John Waters for the first time. We're doing Pink Flamingos this weekend. Wow. Ooh, Ooh. That'll be fun. With Ms. Divine. And the gift only a mother can give. That's gross. And, and the dancing asshole. Is that the one with Chatterbox? You call that a fuck? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the one where Divine used to the piece of dog shit at the end. Oh, oh that's right. Okay. Yeah. Do we yeah. Have anything else Which to say is better than this book? Yeah, it's, it, it's less disgusting and annoying than reading this book. I'd rather lay my dick out on a table and smash it with a tack hammer than read this book again. So my question is, and not knowing, and Maya, I'm looking at you. Oh, God. What has David Lapham written that? Uh, that wasn't shitty. Because we're just it's shit on na- this. It's a name that I've seen around. Uh, I gotta pull it right here. Stray Bullets, I know, is, like, I think that's his big book right now. Uh, I haven't read it. I don't know it. And I gotta wait for my computer to come back. He did WWF Battlemania. I don't know what that is. Back in '91, he did. Some, he did a small run on Detective Comics. Mm-hmm. Stray Bullets, yeah. Uh, he did some Daredevil vs. Punisher, one through six. Giant Says Wolverine, Spider-Man with Great Power arc, one issue. Yeah, he's done like, a little bit here and there. And then he did all of the Deadpool IMAX, Deadpool Max, and then he did a one shot of Punisher Max. Oh, he did Age of Apocalypse one through fourteen, like the new one they did. That series wasn't very good. No, it wasn't. I tried to get back into it. And I would love to do Age of Apocalypse on this, but we don't have time for that, because that's like... Well, they have it split up into four books, even though they're big books. 
That is there. There. Huh? You've got you've got Legion there Quest. Are four, there are four books that are about the same size as you don't need Legion Quest. All you need to know is Professor X is dead. Yeah. Uh, there are four books that are about the same size as each of the War Games books. Yeah, because it's a lot of shit. That's a big book. That'd right. be like that'd be like a, a year long endeavor. Sure. All right. I was just trying to do something to save Mister Laphams. <laughs> <laughs> he did something here. Was... Yeah, I'm, I'm looking. He did some astonishing X Men. So stuff that's less awful. One would I, hope. I, I don't know those issues, so I can't tell. Right. I mean, but it sounds like he keeps working a bit here and there. Oh yeah. So one would have hope, but I just I don't understand the point of this book. It's just dumb. <laughs> it's just dumb. It's not good. Yeah. And I'm very lenient. On most books. Usually if a book isn't good, I can usually still find something to like. I didn't find anything to like in this. No. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Okay. So, uh, grades, are we going to do that? Jenny, school is never a waste of time. Since we have 15 minutes until recess, please put down your pencils and stare at the front of the room. It's report card time. It's report card time. It's report card time. I'm so fucking fucked. God, please, no! 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 So, for writing, for David Lapham, uh, what is your grade, Mr. Maya? Uh, okay. I don't need to say anymore. <laughs> uh, Mr. Todd. Yeah, fuck this shit. It's an F. <laughs> uh, I will agree and give it an F. Uh, Mr. Adam, do I dare ask? F. F. If I, if I could give it like a G, I would. But Okay, so G for Mr. Adam. You have to uh, ask. If you have to ask what that is, you don't get one. You can't afford it. That's right. Yeah. Uh, for art, however, for Kyle Baker, what is your grade, Mr. Adam? F. I hate the art in this. There, there's nothing redeeming about this book. Like, it's literally up there with Bobo Bo, where, like, I'm going to be like, okay, was this, this was bad? Was it as bad as Deadpool Max? So, I'll mm-hmm. fuck this book. Okay. Uh, Mr. Todd. You know, I'm going to give it a D. There's a lot I really hated about this book, but there is... It wasn't as bad as the writing. I felt like he, this guy gave more work into it than the writer did. So I'm going to give him a D for effort, but it's not good. Um, I'm going to give it a, a C-. minus. I actually think the art's kind of okay. Um, in, in the right... I mean, right view, I think it could be okay. Was it a different you know? colorist or the same? I don't know. I just, I mean, it's a little overly cartoony at parts, but like, sure. I think the art for a different book potentially would be okay. You know what I mean? So I'm not going to totally write off the art. I, I actually, there are certain parts of it that I thought were actually okay. It's all right. So um, I just list Kyle Baker as the artist, and there's a letterer that's separate, and the lettering was, yeah. But really, so the editor. And the assistant editor. There was an editor? Axel Alonzo and Sebastian Gurner. So Axel Alonzo was the former editor-in-chief that just got let go. Uh, he was the editor on the Xbox for a while, and in my opinion, he's probably most the reason why Marvel is such a fucking mess right now. Fuck oh, really? you, Axel Alonzo. You allowed this to come out? Oh, editor-in-chief. It listed it right there. Everyone should take a shame. Was he the just the editor in chief, or was he the? It said editor and then editor in chief. Okay, so yeah. Okay, so he actually edited the book. He edited the book, and it was editor in chief. What was? I mean, this is something you probably flipped. He's like, yeah, that's good enough. 
Or, oh, that's funny. Yeah, I don't know. You're taking... Or, hey, it's edgy. People will either buy it or they won't. I bet Trump likes this book. Probably. It's the most beautiful... He, 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 he identifies with Baron Zemo. He does. Yeah, they got a raw deal, didn't they? I'll get my grade for art. Yeah, do it. Okay. Uh, I actually really like Kyle Baker. I've seen him on a bunch of stuff. He did this really awesome run of, like, it was like a mini series or 12 issues or so of Plastic Man in the early 2000s. All right. And I've mm-hmm. always kind of liked his style. He has a really unique style, so I'll, I'm going to give it a C. Okay. Well, so for, for overall, I guess, I care what you say uh mr todd what is your overall grade oh fuck this shit so it's an uh mr adam you know somehow despite hating the writing and hating the art just to, to some of the parts is more i'm at an a minus <laughs> <laughs> no f fuck this book like why this is like again like i said before this will be the, this is the new standard is this and bobobo as far as well, i didn't hate it as much as deadpool max so. which did you hate more bobobo Bo-bo. oh, okay no, Bobo, to stay, I, I still have no fucking clue what I read. I have yeah. no goddamn idea. And I was, I was, I, as much as I hated this one, I was literally hate reading every page in Bobo because it was like 200 pages and it was just pissing me the fuck yeah. off. I, I feel dizzy every time I try to start to figure out what's going on Bobo. Like, I just can't. Just can't do it. Sorry, you can't see what's going on. Don't make Dante give you a blowjob. That's not nice. At least bring That's out the what peanut his ears butter. are for. Just grab right on. I'm gonna tell Chris what you're doing. That's like his favorite thing in the world. Good for him. Like yeah. no, he every time he comes over here, his breath smells like Chris. <laughs> <laughs> every time he comes over here, he will immediately goes so, over, grabs it, and like cuddles with it the entire so time he's here. We're, we're talking about a, a stuffed Dante from Coco. Coco. From Coco, and it's, it's Dante when he's like the spirit animal. Yeah. Oh, okay. I got it at the Disney store. How dare you support such an evil, evil conglomeration? Anybody who works for that company is just evil to the core. Yeah, don't fuck with me, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I overall grade. Yeah. Uh, okay, what's your overall grade, bud? Since I since I like the art a little bit better, I'm gonna give it a D minus. Barely. Barely okay. above an F. Right, but you're not gonna hold on to it. How big of a check did Marvel have to cut you for that one? Dude, I am rolling in the money right now. You better be for that. <laughs> second that Mickey Dick. Speaking of second that Mickey Dick. Yeah, I'll you're... give it an F. I, I don't want to endorse it in any way to make people think <laughs> they should actually read it. I apologize significantly, and I'm sure I will hear more about this in the future. Although it is no Manny Bothhands. Manny Bothhands is so much better than this shit. M- Manny Bothhands is pure genius. <laughs> man himself. I'm gonna take that as a quote. Thing. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut that. Up, I'm gonna cut that aside, and I'm just gonna have a quote that says, "Manny Bothhands is genius." <laughs> and, and he died for our sins. <laughs> he did. Manny Bothhands died for our sins. Genius or Jesus? Yes. Nobody fucks um, with Jesus. Nobody. Except fucks like you know, like Manny Bothhands. Like except for like you know, like the Romans. I, I texted that. But isn't that kind of? I saw Bob the other day, and I texted Adam when I saw it. And I, I texted him. I said. If I was gay and I had a Latin boyfriend, I would have a bumper sticker that said, Real men love Jesus. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, speaking of that, real quick, if yeah. uh, <clears throat> those of you who heard our tag in Big Podcast and want to check it out, uh, this is now two weeks ago at this point. Marvel did re release it. So if you want it, you can go. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. good for you. Hey, I know what I'm getting at him for Christmas Deadpool Max yeah. 22. <laughs> A Manny Bothans cosplay. Nah, that's right. <laughs> we do need to get that uh, those shirts made though, because I, I will rock that. That'll be awesome. I'll, I'll get a church wearing it. 
Uh, don't you set on fire if you step into a church? Hmm? Don't you step on, like, burst into flames immediately if you try to step into a church? But I do so fabulously. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> he, turns into a, the flare. he turns into a flaming rainbow. Oh, I guess he already is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when, you open, when I open my mouth to talk, you can hear the dick in my mouth. <laughs> and now it's time for recommendations. That time in the show where the panel tells you all the crap they are currently into, but will forget about as soon as they see something shiny. You're a stamp tramp. How dare you? And what is that? You give your stamp of approval to everything. It's become meaningless. Why can't you be more like your wife? Lily's stamp is gold. I'm reading this book because of her. I'm drinking this beer because she recommended it. I'm even wearing this bra because of a lingerie store Lily told me about. So recommendations. Uh, it's not this book. Dicks in your mouth. <laughs> dicks in your mouth. I will always recommend dicks in your mouth. It's amazing. I will say that I personally have my disagrees with me, but I personally like Daniel Way's run on Deadpool. So if you want to read some decent Deadpool. Actually, I like, I like is, the first three trades. After that, yeah. and actually, the first two trades I just looked right now on Comicsology, they're all unlimited right now. So if you want to get into those, yeah. you can get the first 15 issues for free. Um, the other stuff I actually like is um, the Deadpool Kills the Marvel Universe, I think is fun and interesting. Deadpool Illustrated, which kind of follows up on that a little bit, is really fun as well. Um, where Deadpool Illustrated is where Deadpool becomes self aware of the fact that he is a fictional character and he wants to die and commit suicide. So he decides that if he's going to die, he has to never exist. So he has to go and kill any character that may have possibly influenced his creation. So he basically goes through classic literature, killing and maiming and destroying everyone. Like he goes after Huck Finn and like uh, Captain Ahab from Moby Dick and all sorts of stuff. It's actually really pretty fun. Um, so those would be the other Deadpool books that I would recommend aside from this. But of course, after having read this book, my opinion is worthless because uh, <laughs> I, I, I remember this one being better than it was. So, you know, take that for a grain of salt. No, I, I'm sorry for recommending. But those, yeah. those, the, the stuff he mentioned is good. I can verify. Okay. Also, I've also read that more semi more frequently. The other fun, useless fact is if you do read Deadpool Kills the Marvel Universe, uh, issue three, page seven, I have the original art for, uh, which I'm pretty proud of. Woo-hoo. Yeah, I got it as a uh, birthday present. Well, uh, yes. present. Anyway, it was fun. I was part of that subterfuge. Yes, I know you were. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> I know you often are. If I get something cool comic book related, I have a feeling you're a part of the subterfuge that happens to get there. I, yeah, I think I do a pretty good job of that, yes, too. You do. You're the best wife a guy could have, Todd. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Todd, do you have any recommendations? Yeah, so if you want to go ahead and enjoy some media that is kind of random and funny and classic, you all should go watch Super Troopers, the original one. Because I fucking love that movie. I've heard the second one's and not getting great reviews. So, I haven't seen it yet. I would like to go see it. But if it's half as good as the original, it's still funny. So, go watch Super Trooper. I've convinced the DJ to do the meow thing for a whole set. What's that, meow? Yeah, he did that. She's like, okay, like uh, everybody dance, meow. Like, just crap like that. It was really fun. <laughs> uh, and Mr. Adam, do you have any recommendations? Uh, as of right now, I don't. I was trying to think of something, but there's nothing popping to mind. Okay. So. Mr. Maya? Go see Infinity War. It really needs the help. Yeah, it it's, does. Oh, yeah. It's it just we, may, we may not get any more Marvel movies. It is doing so <laughs> awful. So go Support see it, please. Support your independent comic book movie. That's right. Help Infinity War. Yes, it, it needs all that it can get. It needs all of the money. Yeah. Cool. Uh, we'll put a fork in this one for this week. Um, next week we are reading in the neck. Yeah. Put the fork in the neck. We're finishing up. Oh, actually, I did. I did a recommendation. Okay. Yes. 
Um, so we, you know, we're, for the month of June, we're doing Pride Month, like yes. we did last year. Mm-hmm. And I was just kind of looking around trying to find something to to read for that. And there, one of the books we're going to do is called Fogtown. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you mm-hmm. uh, want to pick it up now and have some kind of uh, you know prep for when that happens, uh, it's it's out of print, but you can get it on Amazon used. For, like I got mine for like a dollar. I got mine on. What was it? In stock trades for pretty cheap as well. Okay. Uh, you had asked the other day, you're like, I need to check to see if the writer's queer. Or yes. Uh, he is. He, is he, yeah. he wrote War Games. He wrote most of, like, half of what we read in War yeah. Games. So, uh, it, yeah. So, it's, yeah, uh, it's a black and white comic. Anderson Gabrich? Gabrich? Something like that, yeah. Uh, and the guy who did the draw, all the artwork for it, he actually won an Emmy for uh, doing drawing all of uh, the Spawn animated series back in the 90s. Oh, nice. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's a black and white book. It takes place in the 50s. Uh, you've got uh, a, it's film noirish. So it's a, this hard-boiled detective trying to track down this uh, kidnapped girl. There's a serial killer out and loose. Uh, and it takes place in San Francisco under the looming threat of McCarthyism and uh, the pers- persecution of homosexuals, uh, the rampant racism. I was back there as well. Uh, and I wasn't going to recommend it because, it, uh, you know, they're not not afraid to use the N-word or call people faggots or this and that. Uh, but I wanted to make sure the writer was queer because I and he was. So it's it's really, really good. Though. I liked it a lot and I'm really excited for us to read it. So if you want to check it out, it's really cheap if you get, if you get to use. Um, but it's one that I, I really enjoyed. So I'm looking forward to doing that. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to read that one as well. Make America great again. Uh, like back then. <clears throat> I thought it was Make America Gay Again. Yes. yes. There we go. Uh, on that note, uh, so next week we are going to be finishing up our Merry Marvel movie month of May uh, with, I think I got all those right, um, with uh, Deadpool, not Deadpool, shit, sorry. No! Uh, no! With Ant-Man, yeah, Ant-Man Second Chance Man, uh, which is the relaunch of uh, Ant-Man here. Uh, it's, uh, you know, uh, Scott Lang, he's, uh, he's Ant-Man, he's sort of trying to Ant-Man. start a, a new life post uh, some work with the Avengers. Um, and he's trying, like, in his uh, having some problems with his uh, ex-wife and trying to kind of, uh, you know, keep in touch with his daughter and his relationship going on there. There is definitely some uh, some things in that book that uh, are reminiscent of the Ant-Man film that came out. And this came out about the same time. Yeah, they came out about the same time. You can tell they're kind of they're, they're similar ideas at the same time, but and, uh, it's really fun. Uh, we won't say it on the air, but uh, Maya has a uh, prediction for what the end well, scene in well, we're we're gonna do a, a, a talk talk about the movie, so I'll talk okay. about it then. Yes. So, uh, so that'll think will do it for us for this week. I'm really, really sorry about Deadpool. Um, <laughs> Ant Man will be better. I can almost guarantee it because it couldn't get much worse. It's okay, Brian. You get one. I well, now I have to be on my toes. <laughs> now I for That's sure have one. to be on my toes. It may have to be one a year. Is what it might have to be. Um, one. One. <laughs> See, it work out allow a guy to uh, take out the garage door once a year. Okay. So that's what it, you just ran a forklift through the garage door, Brian. You have one guy you allow to do that? Yep. He gets once a year. Any more often than he's toast. Okay. Uh, he gets once a year. <laughs> you know, different places have different stomachs for things. I was talking to someone, Adam, earlier today. It's like, so what is the like the threshold of acceptability of like theft and just like inventory disappearing? So you have to have a certain threshold of stupidity and i wasn't thinking sorry i'm an idiot Mm -hmm. so for people they get one a year on taking out the garage door because they always seem to do so with that Mm -hmm. forklift it just kind of happens so it's just one of those things you budget in we'll do better next time kids we promise uh so we'll see you next week better we better yeah we'll see you next week and uh thanks and thanks for all the fishes Bye. bye 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 Bye. 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 B
happen. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode. This band of knuckleheads will be back next week with a new episode. Until then, you can find them on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr as Funny Books and Firewater. And on Twitter as at FirewaterCast. Go to FunnyBooksAndFirewater.com for the most up-to-date information. As well as cocktail recipes from this and past episodes. Thank you for joining us. And until next week, support your local comic shop. Tip your bartender well. And stay hydrated.